You're listening to the awesome Podcast Network. This is 80s Revisited. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. And now your host, Daniel San Angelo and Trey Harris. Power of the 80s coming through our airwaves into your ears as we present another episode of A's Revisited live on YouTube as we do this and a little late in your years because it's not live. But as always, I'm your, one of your hosts, Trey Harris. I'm the other, Daniel San Angelo. And with us, as always, our alien bounty hunter producer who's taken on the form of Jesse Sedgley. Yes, I am. But if you know by that song what movie we're doing, and you didn't listen to the end of last week's episode, you are a true, true cult movie fan, because it's Critters, part one. They should, they, I think they kind of missed out, though. They should, it should have just been Critter, oh. and the sequel could have been Critters, <laughs> and then more Critters, and then Another for the fourth one, even that. more Critters. Even more Critters. So that they didn't have to put a dollar sign on the yeah, second. Yeah, and James Cameron <laughs> yeah. wasn't involved in the franchise either. So, But uh, the original Critters, April 11th, 1986, IMDb 6.0, Rotten Tomatoes 57, 45% audience. Uh, budget was a two, uh, estimated at $2 million, 1.6 opening, which is pretty nice. Uh, domestically, however, 13.1. So for a $2 million estimated budget, nearly, uh, what is that, six times its gross or, uh, cost, so... Obviously, let's make a sequel. And they made three sequels. So, but anyway, uh, directed and written uh, by Stephen Herrick. I like this guy. He also did, directed Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, the Disney Three Musketeers with uh, Kiefer Sutherland and Charlie Sheen and Tim Curry, and uh, also the Mighty Ducks. Scoosh. So, like, he's, he's responsible. He's directed some of the greatest films of our childhoods. So, hats off to him. Mighty Ducks would probably... Probably be my favorite. I didn't watch Bill and Ted's very much. No, it's coming. <laughs> it's most excellently coming. Uh, of course, and starring 80s icon Dee Wallace. At better, who, who, the best she's ever looked yes, she is in her life. beautiful in this movie. I did have a, watching this recently, I did have a crush. I was like, God, I didn't, uh, remarked to my wife while we were watching, like, wow, Elliot's mom is like stupid hot in this movie. Yeah. Uh, 
But uh, why is she Elliot's mom? Because she used the mother in ET. There we go. <laughs> and also uh, the mother in Cujo. And she kind of always plays a mother. <laughs> she never is not a mother, as far as I know, at least. Uh, but of course, yeah, she was an ET in Cujo. Uh, M. Emmett Walsh was Harv. Uh, he was Deckard's kind of chief in Blade Runner. Uh, he was also in Wild Wild West. He's been in a okay. ton of stuff. I want you to help me answer this. Uh, he, I looked him up. He's in No Country. Is he the guy at the end talking with uh, Tommy Lee? Um, my first inclination is no. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, in the very speech. end. Yeah, yeah, where he's like, I saw my dad right ahead. Yeah. And I, when he's the very, very where, end. I'm trying to, like, where is he in there? I'm pretty sure I saw him in um, in No Country. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe he was a sheriff or anything. He may have been the sheriff. I'm not sure. But anyway, his, I'll look His it up entire now. career, for the most part, is those tiny little... Yeah. You know, exposition roles like, oh, you're a bad cop, but, you know, stay away from those prostitutes. And then he's never in the movie again. Okay. You know, he's, but he's, he's, he's one of those, you know, un, uh, he's one of those people that you, everybody kind of, you recognize him, but you can, almost can't remember what you recognize him from because he's in so many things. Jesse, have you watched No Country? Mm hmm. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's on Netflix movie. right now. That's probably in my top 20. I love that movie. I would agree. It's it's, it's it's fantastic. It's strangely rewatchable. Like at first, it really doesn't <laughs> seem like one you'd want to watch a lot, but you can put it on and just kind of just Ant- go with Anton, it. Just just like the quarter scene. Oh yeah, it's that's store. that's the best like, scene in the movie to me. Call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a phenomenal scene. The guy's like, what? "Wait, no, that wasn't that wasn't oh, him." I'm looking at Barry Corbin. Barry Corbin, Corbin Dallas. Yeah, now, I I'm, I think he played in. Maybe he played in the second Critters. There was something. I, I could be totally off. It's it was 88 or 86 was Critters. 88, 86 88. was first one. 88 was critters part two. Critters 2 hard. Oh, okay. he, yeah, he took over that role okay, okay, in part there two. Okay, There we go. He was the one okay. in the bus in part two. Like, come on, boy, kiss your girlfriend. Let's go. Yeah, I got you. Stupid character. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but anyway, uh, also starring Scott Grimes as Brad, the redhead, the ginger. Uh, he was also in the Robin Hood at Russell Crowe. He was Will Scarlet. Uh, but the only the main thing I remember him from was he had a role in Band of Brothers, of the HBO miniseries. So did uh, the kid from? Did I get that right? The kid from Jurassic Park. Oh, I don't know. Or no, no, it was a, it was another HBO show. But I don't believe it was Band of Brothers. Mm. Band of Brothers did have a lot like uh, mm. that guy that's on Homeland now, another redhead. I forget his name. He's a really good actor. Uh, oh, I can't think of his name. But he's the redheaded dude on Homeland. But he was like the main character on uh, Band of Brothers. Captain Willis or something. Anyway, but uh, and also starring Billy Zane as Steve. <laughs> a very, I guess, a, a very early Billy Zane, so to speak, because <laughs> he had his little ponytail, his earring. Uh, of course, Billy Zane from Titanic, The Phantom, and his iconic role in Zoolander. Uh, but he didn't last too long. <laughs> And it's kind of funny too because he wasn't like a he wasn't like a dick boyfriend or anything. He yeah. was kind of a, just a normal, yeah, like, you know, very polite to her parents and everything. And mm-hmm. then he gets brutally eaten. He had the wor- he had it worse than anybody in this movie because uh, that first cop just kind of gets you know he gets sucked under his car and eaten. But I mean, Billy thinks gets his hand bit, fingers bitten off, then it eats through his stomach. And the se- the second one has a one that had it a little worse than him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but also, rallying out uh, the cast, Terrence Mann was Ugg. 
Uh, also, Johnny Steele, who <laughs> M- Melodis tones you heard at the beginning of this episode, he reprised his role in Critters uh, in every Critters uh, two through four, uh, one through four. But I like this dude for big reason. Uh, he's huge on Broadway. Like he's mm-hmm. a major Broadway star, been nominated <laughs> for several Tonys. Which is when I read this, I had to I had to like double check to make sure this was the same guy because you know this is an established actor like. You know, playing, we, playing Johnny. Yeah, and he plays <laughs> this role, and not just in the first Critters, but everyone uh, after the first one. He's uh, in. He's in all four. Yeah. Oh wow. In some capacity, <laughs> I didn't look in the room. But uh, to give you an uh, an idea of how, just how, like, I mean, he's like huge in Broadway. How big he is in Broadway? In the Broadway version of Les Mis, he was uh, Javert, Russell, Russell Crowe's character, character. Yeah. or Geoffrey Rush's from the mm-hmm. non musical version. And in the Beauty and the Beast musical, he was the Beast. Damn. So I mean, he's done. So he's he's, he's done he's iconic it. roles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he also, and it's funny too because he's a list. Yeah, in, terms in of Broadway, that. Yeah. multiple Tony Award nominations. He's done a lot of other ones, but those were the two big ones that I know. I mean, I'm not a Broadway mm-hmm. fan, but I know the big plays. Uh, but he also, and this was funny too. But he also, when they had the revival of Rocky Horror on the the stage version, which was what inspired the movie, which is why the movie's a Rocky Horror Picture Show. The play was the Rocky Horror Show, yeah. uh, but he was Frankenfurt on there, which of course was Tim Curry's. The role of Tim Curry originated in the movie and in the play, but it's funny because he actually, to me, he looks like Tim Curry's older, cooler brother. <laughs> like he's got that. It just reminds me of eyes. Prince in this movie, especially on that video with that hair and yeah. that. He just kind of always has the little, moves. the serious face though. Yeah, and, and, and it's big all, eyes. It's also pretty shocking because you have an actor. Excuse me, that's, I mean. You know, getting a nominee for an Oscar—that's very. You know, obviously you had to do some good work, but I mean, again, getting no- multiple Tony nominations where you're doing things live, and you know, to me, that's that's another. You know, that's like it's almost like majors and minors, in a sense, because you know, actors on stage to me are r- real actors. If that makes any sense, like yeah. you don't get m- different takes on stage. I mean, yeah. you have to it. Ha- you have to kill it first try every time. You know, and, and some actors. Uh, stage uh, stage actors, you know, well, my, they might mess up, but you you probably don't even know yeah. that they messed they something up because they, they're, they're so good, you know. Or something. Yet, you know, you get to a film set and no, I don't like that take. Let's do it again, you know. And no, and again, I'm not saying that that's they're not talented, but I mean, to me, it's a totally different dynamic, and to me, a skill set, which is why it shocked me when Kilmer. We found out last week, I believe it was when that Kilmer's doing the uh, the, one the one man, man show as Mark Twain, which is. Amazing, because I never would have taken him or thought that he'd be an. When I, he to me, he's always like a, a screen actor. You know, he, he doesn't see. He never, it never crossed my mind that he would expand the craft. Uh, as Jesse was kind of mentioning, uh, but then rounding out the cast, uh, Don Opera was Charlie, and all he ever, he, all he's ever done is Critters one through four. So uh, probably because he has that gigantic gap between his teeth, <laughs> and there's not really that many roles for people with gaps between their teeth. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I assume that you've never seen this movie. Nope, never touched it. Did you even have any idea what it was about uh, before you watched when it? When we went to talk about it a week ago, mm-hmm. uh, Jesse said you're either Critter's guy or Gremlin's guy. Mm-hmm. So that's the... Uh, that I kind of knew, okay, there's probably little guys running yeah. around with stuff. Mm-hmm. So. so seeing it for the very first time, what do you think of this movie? I did not like this movie. Really? I thought you would like it. <laughs> no, I did not like it at all. Really? Well, as in you hated it? Like 
No, it's not. It's okay. still not that. Just, low. just to get a, just to get a clarification to proceed my line of questioning, is it Howard the Duck or is it? Uh, it's a little Xanadu bit. without Olivia Newton-John. That's a tar- hard question. There, it's. <laughs> I'm just trying to gauge how much you didn't like. It, it wasn't painfully unwatchable like Howard the Duck, where I'm like, please, just, where I'm looking at my watch that I invisibly have on, looking yeah. at my phone yeah, like, every, on. yeah, looking at Jesus. my phone every minute. Or Xanadu, I was just like, okay, okay, he's Olivia in this. Okay, I'll watch this part. Um, I kind of don't want to give a huge thing until we talk about the second one, but mm-hmm. um, there's just certain people. I There's certain things I didn't like about it. The mom's the best part of the movie to me, mm-hmm. just to look at her. I don't like Charlie, <laughs> like you said. Yeah. His character, I can't stand this character. You kind of wondered what point he had in it for a while. I mean, he's a kid terrorist building bombs in his room. <laughs> he literally built he built a bomb that was so powerful it made an alien spaceship explode. <laughs> that's how the power of that's his skill in bomb making. Well, this is the Timothy McVeigh story. I guess they knew his skill that the the whatever the. Aliens were called. I don't know if they had a certain race name. Which the the critters or no the krites, but not yeah. the people hunting the they krites. Just, I didn't know if they did. I don't remember. Yeah, I was just calling uh, them the bounty hunters. It was there were some funny moments. I laughed on that part where the mom uh, sees the, the like, thing through the window with light the two up red and... eyes. Yeah, that made me laugh. <laughs> but uh, I didn't care for the. I've always, I haven't cared when a child actor. Or I, I guess he was maybe even ten or so. I still a child actor, but does more than they would really be capable of doing to me. Like they had an episode of Family Matters, and I love Family Matters. It's a stupid show, but I like it. But there's one stupid episode, shows don't last what eight nine seasons. Yeah, where curly hair Richie Crawford perm Richie Crawford says something at I guess he would be five years old, four years old that. 99% of kids would have never heard about. Um, it was an episode where they had this fake shampoo and they tried it and it made their hair fall out. And the <laughs> ad, the tagline was Lanise Cosmetics. was actually, it sucks that I know wow. that. But, um, well, it, the tagline was, you'll love the way your hair turns out. So he goes, well, you can't get them for false advertising. And, and, and the, he's the five laugh years old laughs. in the laugh track. Yeah, <laughs> I can't stand one. But like this guy, the the old ginger guy, he just the little kid thinks he's he just has it all planned out pretty well. He's like, I can do it, Dad. And I didn't think the dad's acting was very good at all. I mean, there's no <laughs> Academy Award winners in this cast. But uh, like you know, he's like, I'm gonna go get help, and he runs out. And at the very beginning, he sees the crite, a critter, and then runs off. <laughs> Like, it's playing just totally... I mean, I don't know. I didn't like the kid on there. And especially didn't like him on the second one with his little stub earring. And He was kind of cool in that one, you know, like, hey. It's like Shia LaBeouf. Oh, I wouldn't put him in that that league. Oh, no, I don't like him. Who's not acting anymore now, huh? Supposedly. <laughs> he just retired from public life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what's more public than starring in a movie? I know. That's, so do you know why that happened? Because that plagiarism, Pla- yeah, yeah. Uh, they should like kick him out. Nobody should hire him. Like, get rid of his punk ass. They should redo Indiana Jones four without him. Yeah, and, and change and shit up without him. Yeah. <laughs> a Did lot you read of how them. he apologized. Who by, by skywriting? 
What what now? He sky he sky wrote an apology. Oh, and it was LA. and it was a plagiarized thing too, or something, no, no. or heard well, something. Yeah, but I mean, not only that, but the guy he was apologizing to didn't live in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> so it was basically like, hey, pub- hey, publicity. I'm right. apologizing. I'm traveling away. Lives in San Francisco. <laughs> I've seen one sky write, and that was when I was a kid. Do a con- I think he was running for for a representative? It was Cleo Fields? Oh, I remember him. He's in jail now. Oh, he is? Oh, he is. Louisiana politician, yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, as or he was. was. I know we got arrested. Uh, I saw He wrote Cleo. So that's the only time I've saw a Are you sure right. it wasn't Sister Cleo trying to read <laughs> your palm? Yeah. Uh, I don't I just did not care for this. Hold movie. on. I want to tell my skywriting story for you when we get back. Oh, okay. Sorry. I've seen one skywriting as well. Go ahead. We're at Disney. Wicked Witch? No, we're at Disney World. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it must be something involving Disney. Well, no, it was some right-wing group saying, like, you know, God's... Hate didn't say God hates fags, but it was like God hates airplanes. <laughs> God hates skyriders. Then <laughs> yeah. the plane blew up when he finished it. <laughs> but it was something like uh, it was a Bible verse or something because it was it wasn't Gay Week in the park, but you know <laughs> I don't go during that week. It just sounds what a Gay Week in the park. Well, you know they have they organize that at be Disney fun World. to go that week because you know. Well, okay, my might be happy. <laughs> well, be well, the thing is, no kids know, or not a lot of kids. But, yeah, I mean, know. less. But my uh, my wife's mother, my mother-in-law's boyfriend went with his daughter. Like, he didn't know it was gay week. They yeah. just went. And, uh, Let me check and see. And he said, he, he's a, I mean, he's a he's a good person, but he's a redneck. Look so, how quickly it comes up. Well, yeah, I like type the, in they, gay week and it's the first one. Uh, well, the thing is, oh, it's that's called not, gay days. Whatever. I call it gay week. Or I always heard it called gay week. But anyway, it's not organized by Disney. It's like other groups say, hey, this is the week we're all going there. But anyway, back to my story. His problem with it was it was more so about people flaunting their sexuality at Disney World, like making out like over the top. Not that that straight people don't do it any other day of the week either. Yeah, especially if there's kids there. Yeah. Even I wouldn't want Wait, they were doing all that? Yeah. Really? I, would, I wouldn't want straight people weird. to do it in front of my kids. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't want anybody. I mean, if you love, you know, if you're, oh, yeah, no, it's Disney. Okay, Maybe well, that changes married, but like, I thought it was just like, okay. Now, again, I didn't realize it turned to a rave. <laughs> I mean, that and that's the way he described it. Now, again, I'm, I'm, I'm relaying secondhand information. <laughs> okay. So I don't know. That's I'm just going by what I was told. It's on June 3rd through June 9th for those. So interested. if anybody's interested. Like this year it is. And and I'll tell you right now, if you're looking for a time to go, it's probably less crowded, as far as the summer goes, yeah. around that because uh, that was travel my theory. <laughs> I mean, it's true because travel agents will tell you that, like just to yeah. let you know that is the, uh, yeah. gay days. Because of course, naturally, especially we're in the south, so it's still a little a lot homophobic around here, and that you know that obviously turns people off. But like I said, from what I was told, it was I don't see how it's different from regular because I mean. I've been to Disney. I've been fortunate enough to go to Disney World and Disneyland several times, and I mean, there's, there's little teenagers or younger kids like eating face like right there and shit, and you're just like, yeah, Jesus and, Christ, get a room. You know, I so, just I mean, don't see how it'd be any different for me because I don't interact with anybody while I'm there. Yeah, anyway, I mean, so I mean, if the if the people in front of you in line are are two guys holding hands or two girls holding hands, what what is that? You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, damn. why is that an issue? Except you probably have a long a shorter line because you're yeah. at the park at Gay Week, so <laughs> that's when you need to go. But anyway, I'm sorry about the kid. No, no, I was just. I'm also I trying to buy to some his... time because there's not much backstory about <laughs> these movies. So. It's just, uh, yeah, I just didn't care for it. See, I'm really shocked. I'm a Gremlins guy because. Uh, <laughs> well, here's the thing: when I was a kid, again, TBS, 
TBS mm-hmm. defined a lot of my childhood stuff. And Critters is one of those that would come on a lot, like Saturday night, 10 o'clock. You know, I'd be, I'd be watching Toxic Avenger on USA Up All Night, and then on TBS there'd be a Beastmaster Marathon or Critters or, you know, other uh, stuff like that. Uh, so I've, probably, I've honestly probably seen Critters 1 and 2 m- many more times than I've seen Gremlins. Okay. And Gremlins is a better movie, but I love Critters. But I, I like, especially Critters 2. I, lo- I love Critters 2, which we'll talk about later. But I like, as far as Gremlins, if you, if you take them as like a, a two sides of a coin, so to speak, Critters 1 and 2, Gremlins 1 and 2. I like Critters 1 and 2 better than Gremlins 1 and 2. Not so much for the technical or the effects or anything, just the ludicrous the and, the, and the fun, yeah, that's the perfect the fun factor of it. I would watch them more. I'm pr- I'd be prone to watch it more. Cause not I, not I. <laughs> I, I. I realize that and it hurt my heart because the critter because the thing is gremlins are like you know they don't seem very threatening. I mean they can kill you. Don't get me wrong, but I mean I would rather be in a room full of gremlins than a room full of critters or crites because they'll shoot them darts in your fucking neck and you'll be paralyzed and they'll eat you alive. Gremlins would be like, you know, you can like serve him a beer and then like snap his neck really well, quickly. You just and, play kickball. Yeah, with the critters. Well, if they're in ball form, but I mean, you might go to <laughs> kick them and then they just like uh, in part two, they foot. bit that dude's foot off, mm. or when he's on the, you know, they have very very sharp teeth, Daniel. <laughs> and gremlins' mouths are kind of small. Critters like half their face is a mouth. They got like a like Pac Man. Mm. I mean, they bit Billy Zane's fingers off one bite and through a stereo. Don't fuck with critters. Still. <laughs> and they got ranged attacks. They can throw them spines and roll into big ones. And, and as yeah, you saw... Yeah, it comes to as a, picking your opponent, I guess. Yes. I'm just saying I'd be, I'd be more afraid of running into a group of critters, a, 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 a gaggle of critters, whatever a numerous critters in a group are called. <laughs> I'd be more entertained watching a group of gremlins, though. Yeah. And I, that's what this comes down to. <laughs> okay, I would agree with that unless I understood what the critters were saying because they're fucking hilarious. Now, the little subtitles they have... Because like, yeah. that to me, and like, of course, you know it's a dude's hand in a puppet in this movie. I'm whoa, not, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> they didn't actually bring Christ to Earth because that's against the United, the Universal uh, Milky Way Embargo Act. Of I thought they were right. one of the Saturn's moons, wherever it was. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to that. <laughs> I don't know. I just made it up. No, but I mean, obviously, to me, it, it, in Greenland, of course, you see you see very expensive puppets get blown up and melted and it looks phenomenal don't get me wrong but to me it's so much more enjoyable to watch this cheap little fucking hand puppet it get shotgun blast to the face i might have liked it if there was a, a cute little critter that was actually good, <laughs> good one. well thankfully at least i want to say i've seen three i don't think i've ever <laughs> seen four they oh look there we go fan art a critter eating gizmo who's been paralyzed with their with spikes, the spikes. Yeah. so it's it's thematically accurate <laughs> Why, why'd you give me to the, who, who, me the who would win out of Obi Wan and uh, Gandalf? They, see, that's like, <laughs> damn, son. That depends. Does the Force operate independently of "quote unquote" Middle Earth magic? Uh, they're fighting. You're talking about where they're fighting. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Let's say, yeah, you can use Force and magic. They don't like you know. Well, here's the do- excuse me. <laughs> uh, if Obi Wan uses the dark side, he could just instantly Force snap Gandalf's neck. What if Gandalf like knows he's there first? Well, see, then then Gandalf had you know are they, are they just walk you know are they walking into a bar and like yes you, you, would you like to buy a drink they my get friend argue you know and, like he spills his drink uh-huh. you spilled a drink on me see you can't have that foreknowledge <laughs> though now if, if they know that going into this fight if, if 
here's what I kind of base off. You, base you, us, I, uh, no, us. but you're going to not like me because I would you rather would watch Gandalf. Although I believe that Obi-Wan would kick his ass. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Because, I mean, go watch Lord of the Rings. Gandalf is a fucking badass, and there's 30-minute fight scenes in that movie. Now, if you want to watch Obi-Wan fight, just skip to uh, Revenge of the Sith and, you know, watch the end of that, because that's the best part of the entire prequel trilogy. But it's still, you know, it's not... it That scene, no fight scene in any of the prequel trilogy of Star Wars compares to anything in Lord of the Rings. If Magneto's fighting Gandalf in the city, he wins? I don't know. Does that's the I mean, same person? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Unless, no, it could be young. It could be Fossbender. Yeah. No, but okay. Well, well, is is Gandalf or Middle Earth? Is Gandalf actually human? Does he have blood that has iron in it? Because if Magneto can't what if affect, it's a low count. If it <laughs> what does, if, he's if it's anemic? not enough to matter, what if he's then anemic? It, okay. You know that I mean. If, but again, here's how you have to like. Here's how I think you truly have to pose these questions, in my opinion. These two characters are meeting, and they know that it's a, they have to kill this person to live. So, like, you know, they have to, there's no, like, no, wait, we're both good in your typical superhero fight. Hey, Batman, we're both good guys. I'm, Sp- I'm imitating Spider-Man yeah, on YouTube. One backstab. You know, yeah. like, yeah, they don't they don't try to beat each other up. They just, like, oh, hey, guy, what's up? You know, like, they're they sparring. They into the boxing ring, and they're ready oh, to fight. Yeah. This is, you know, that, so. They got to feed their kids. And also, and now, <laughs> would Obi-Wan know that he has to kill Gandalf twice? Oh, good question. But can Gandalf regenerate if his head's cut off? <laughs> is he a high? He just. He would just come back as Gandalf the White, though, you know. And I don't know. I don't know. See it coming. I don't know that far into Middle How Earth mythology. Take, yeah, to come back. I don't know. Mm. He's leaving. I have to ask a real dork. He's, <laughs> well, I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> you no, don't know what I mean. <laughs> I forgot what I was about to say. Oh, but like, okay, if Gandalf and Magneto are in a room, Magneto is entirely dependent upon yeah. metal to do anything. So if they're like fighting in a forest, then he's yeah. flame of Uru. <laughs> Yeah, but there's metal all over the place. In the ground, perhaps. Well, it depends in our, on in their the, bodies. It depends on the true power of Magneto's. You know. Magneto's pretty fucking powerful, but I mean. He probably keeps some metal spikes on him just in case. <laughs> I mean, he could take his helmet like and form it into powder. a spear and just shoot it straight ahead. Or There you go. I mean. Interesting. Again, that's one. And honestly, there is no answer because every single geek has MIT. a different answer of a way that it could. It's time to do a study on this in MIT. I mean, you know, well, if they're going to determine how fast a shrimp can run, a, pe- a shrimp can run on an underwater treadmill, I think they can denote some they, of those millions of dollars to who would win in these, you know, epic geek fights. I don't know if I told you about this, but uh, they had the thing where uh, they had the world's most complicated tongue twister. Oh, I remember you told me yeah. about it. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was easy to say. Yeah. And then like they had comments under it, and one guy's like, "Just try and say tugboat really fast, like eight times." Toy boat is another tough one to yeah. say. Toy boat. Tugboat, tugboat, tugboat. Like it. Tugboat, 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 tugboat. <laughs> toy boat was always a hard one for me. Okay, look. Toy here. boat, toy boat, toy boat. Jesse toy pulled boat. something up. Here's their uh, scenario for Obi Wan versus Gandalf. Rules. Movie versions only. Okay. Random encounter. Gandalf the Grey. No morals. And the fight takes place on indoor. Why so, is it Gandalf the Grey? Why couldn't it be Gandalf the White? I guess that's just the rules for this fight that the they're discussing. Would be too is yeah, old ass. is old Obi Wan better than young Obi Wan? Not like, did he grow in power nah, as he aged? I don't I know. So. Well, theoretically, okay. Here, here's here's what you have to consideration with the Star Wars trilogy. When you watch the old ones, the reason they're not bouncing around like in the prequel trilogy is because they didn't have that technology to film back then. Okay, pretty much. Okay. Oh, 
not that they they could have, but do you think Sir Alec Guinness would learn wire foo from the Shaw brothers, the famous martial arts studio, and mm-hmm. at that time, you know, to portray that? I got you. You know what I'm saying? So, because I mean, look at Yoda. You know, eight hundred years old. Look how I fight. So you know, Obi Wan could True. fight that same way had they wanted to. But again, in the one time you see him fight in the original he's trilogy, still human. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the Force. You're using uh, the force, force to do that. Yeah. I mean, Yoda isn't. <laughs> Yoda's old, but he can do that because, unfortunately, the canon version reason he can do that is because his midichlorian count is high. No mm. comment on that. <laughs> you know, but just bullshit. It's just he's he knows the fucking force. End wow. of discussion. <laughs> anyway, people are just discussing this, so they're just saying, "Oh, here's the deal. If it takes place on indoor, does that mean you know, fucking Ewok attack might happen?" You know, if it's a random encounter, it might be, uh-oh, Ewoks. This could go on for days. Exactly. So there's, there's, and, and truly in those It's like, fights, what's the best force of Captain Planet? You know how long we stayed on that. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, we did establish like a finite, like weighing. If we, if the power of heart is what we anticipate it to be, then heart wins. Yeah. But we don't know. It's never established in an episode of Captain Planet, like, Mati, heart is the greatest of all because of this. So there's no. Fuck with people's heads. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about we we were saying that water was pretty close to the top. What if you had enough wind? No, you wouldn't have to worry about water. You just blow it away. Yeah, Even I mean, if a strong force, enough wind could just you would think that would Matisse like heart and the chick's just like <laughs> just flies across you know and breaks his neck when he hits the ground. <laughs> maybe or it a is wind, wind so powerful it rips the skin off his body. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is wind. Well, we'll, we'll have to go into like level two discussion. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be all a matter of who gets the initiative then. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Unless Hart's just amazing to where you instantly just like calm them, they stop their it's attack. Like, fight, and he just, boom, stops them. And he's like, okay, now drown yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Point the at water your, bubble point around the ring to your face. <laughs> <laughs> Burn your face off. The wind chick, the, the, like, the, uh, the, she, she yeah. puts the ring in her mouth and just, <laughs> boom, blows up her head. <laughs> it has to inflate first, like yeah. Big Trouble in Little China, and then right. eventually explode. No, oh, don't speak of that movie. Oh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> but anyway, well, I can't, I can't answer this question. If you got five gremlins in a room and you got five krites, krites wipe the floor with the gremlins. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me what I like better, Big Trouble or this. Oh, no. The question would be this. Better? Yes. <laughs> I no. hate it. Big trouble in China. Okay, you you never said you hated it until like right now. You always said you didn't like it. You just didn't get it. You didn't well, understand. It. But now but you're saying hate. That's that that's was only 60, reserved for that's critters. Sixty I mean, uh, something movies now. More movies that I've seen. Seventy something that I, that I, Well, I've seen some of them. Yeah, well, true. The ones that I haven't watched. It's it's the it's the worst one. No, how are the ducks the worst one? Because I, I asked yeah, you, well, point Blake, and you said yes. How are the duck is the worst mm-hmm. one? Oh, uh, it's close. But anyway, critters would. Kick would destroy gremlins. And see, look at like now that's so fucking enjoyable. Look at him like. How just, do you know that the gremlins aren't smart enough though to? That's what I was about to say. Brains. What if they came up with some? <laughs> well, okay. Now a a krite does. You know they they they've killed themselves. Like you know biting a like that one biting yeah. the electrical cord. But actually he didn't die. He just rolls away smoking. That one gets popped, but he gets run over. But gremlins, some of them killed themselves too. Like you know they just playing with the guns and. Doing stupid shit. I mean, look at like, look. Oh, actually, because here, okay, I'll answer your question. You 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 mentioned like there's no cute, you know, protagonist. You don't need cute because the critters, although carnivorous and man eating, they're cute in their own way. No, I mean, not you wouldn't want it for a pet because it'd fucking kill you. But it's well, I meant cute. the cute thing just because of uh, Gizmo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no cute critters. 
But although, you know, that one got shot and they pulled the old Three Stooges joke. Yeah. yeah. Critters win <laughs> as far as a death right. match. But anyway, I'm sorry you didn't like it. I really thought it'd be one that, you know, would be like you didn't love it, but you enjoyed it and you thought it was funny. No. There were some funny parts, but there's just characters I just couldn't stand. <laughs> see what they say for this. Oh, critters win by a point five, uh, point fifth, one fifth, uh, one half of a point. Excuse me. <laughs> Not caught up on the five. The only, the only clear uh, bitch in abilities. Gremlins get eight point five. What's their abilities? Unless they well, drank potions that gave them different abilities. Well, think about. Uh, that's true. I mean, gremlins are just gremlins. They have too many weaknesses. Krites have to be blown up with a fucking... They can reproduce cannon. really quick. That's a good point. That would be we'll a... Take them down in numbers. Yeah, that would be a How ability. do krites reproduce? Uh, well, apparently they're asexual because one of them goes in the chicken coop and eats a whole bunch of chickens and pops out some eggs. Okay. A shit ton of eggs. When, in the first one, there's like three. How long when did it, it takes to hatch? I don't know. How, yeah, no, like a year or so. For like oh, Easter, a year. To, to sell some. And Gremlins are like overnight. Yeah, I mean, well, less than that. Well, yeah. oh, no, the metamorphosis, yeah. If you basically yeah. have an ability to replicate very quickly, then you win. Yeah, that's it. Gremlins well, they're not on. fighting in water. No, but you put this a million gremlins. You put a million <laughs> gremlins in. Well, this five, was, yeah. okay, if this was real world scenario, like, you know, when it rains. Yeah. Uh-huh. But without, without a way for them to reproduce. Ooh. But again, this real okay. Here's rain the, in the real world. I mean, I know what I'm saying. Like, oh, you know, <laughs> does it happen to be raining when they meet? They could be in California where it, it rains be, one day a year. Not just a battle, but a huge war. You know. Well, now if it was like global, right? Like, an infestation. Yes, gremlins would win because like they would they would and they would just they would destroy the earth and they just jump eat in themselves. the ocean and eat a bunch of shit. Oh, good God. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like those maps you see, like of a virus spreading. <laughs> yeah. Just, but it would be like gremlins. That that would be scary though. That is that is very and they're true. smarter, so they probably figure it out. Yeah, I mean, gremlins are definitely smarter. But I wouldn't want to. If you know, like again, to me, it comes down to I open a door and there's gremlins. I'd be like, oh, fucking gremlins, sweet. I open the door and there's cries. I'm like, holy shit, and shut the door quickly as the spikes hit the door, and I barely avoided getting paralyzed and eaten alive. And then I'd be like, shit. <laughs> Because the, the, the krites are cute to me, but they're so deadly you can't like be distracted by how cute they are. And they also have potty mouths. And fuck and critters talk is... I wouldn't give eight for toughness for a krite out of ten. Well, I mean, they were very hard to kill. Whereas gremlins, I mean, a gunshot takes them out. Yeah, but, you know, certain little things killed krites, you know. Well, mainly like mm-hmm. crushing or getting, you know, a direct double barrel shotgun <laughs> blast. Point blank, I should say. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Send us your thoughts to AsiaVisit at gmail.com. And, oh, by the way, I, I will say this. I didn't buy this, uh, but if you go to awesomepods.com, click the Amazon link, uh, they have all four critters in one set oh, for, like, 10 bucks. So nice. if talking about this and spurring this debate in your mind, you're like, you know what? I haven't seen critters in a long time. I'm going to go do some research. I'm gonna, then I'm going to watch Gremlins 1 and 2, which you can also get on Blu-ray off Amazon in a two-pack. Uh, included with the Goonies, which I did, if you listen to those episodes, and you can watch them. And then you can email us at agevisit at gmail.com and say, look, I've done an extensive analysis on these, and this is my theory. And we'll discuss it. Mm-hmm. I'd be more than happy to. We dare you. <laughs> we double dog dare you. <laughs> but anyway, like I said, uh, because the, these are really cult classics, uh, at least in my opinion, one and two is. Again, I've, I've seen three, but I don't remember it too much, and I'm, I don't think I've ever seen four. Uh, but... Uh, 
there's, so there's really not much backstory or behind the scenes stuff to it. However, uh, should be noted that Terrence Mann, the Broadway star that played Doug and everything, he did actually sing and perform the Power of the Night song. That is him singing and everything. So he, and to me, because I actually went back when I realized that was him on the Broadway version of Les Mis, I listened to some of the the Broadway version of it with him, and his he's like he's a good I think he's a good rock singer, but the Broadway stuff is so much more. I guess dramatic would be the best word to describe it uh, to me. But yeah, that is that's him doing all that, uh, and there and for critters being uh, so deadly and evil, only two deaths appear on screen. All the characters are simply just harmed. <laughs> Pretty much the cop in the beginning. That actually that cop I didn't write his name down, but he he uh, uh, the villain from Police Academy Five. You know, hey, how's my hair? How's my hair? That guy. He went on to uh, be an iconic character in uh, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Uh, the character, the guy that played the cop that got killed, that the bounty hunter, uh, whatever his name was, the L one that gets, gets killed in part two. Uh, oh, leave that up, Jesse. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I want to talk about that for a second. Okay. Uh, but anyway, that guy, he went on to play a character in, I think it was maybe the next gen and, no, it was Star Trek Voyager, excuse me, a, a big character in Star Trek Voyager called Neelix. So that's the second uh, Star Trek, future Star Trek star in recent episode. Uh, and real quick before I get on what Jesse was talking about, or Jesse showed me I want to mention, uh, body count, which I kind of spoiled. There's two humans, <laughs> several chickens, and a cow. Damn cow. So this has the most diverse species slaughter of any film we've done so far with three different as opposed to two. I think two was the previous. Unless you want to count the different alien species on Alderaan, which we have no statistical data of how many different species were actually on Alderaan. Alderaan might actually be a, you know... Sure, it had very, cows and chickens and... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like, you know. some food source of some sort. Maybe they don't eat. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's the Krite planet, and it's all Krites. I don't know. But anyway, uh, this is interesting because in the credits for this film, uh, if you look on IMDb and you see who stars in it, you'll notice one of these is not like the other in the form of Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler starred in this movie, according to IMDb, which he did uh, in archival footage. And if you go down, uh, keep going down, Okay, well, for example, let me give you a... Uh, there Dark it is. Footage, 680 credits. He has more credits uh, than almost any other actor on IMDb simply wow. because of his archival footage that's used in almost any movie, any TV show, anything that has any hint of stuff in it usually has some scene of Hitler. So that, there's, a, there's a fun fact that we found out and we talked about that wasn't on IMDb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because there's not much else to say. <laughs> but anyway. Jeez. Uh, let's see. I don't remember what. I think you gave like Howard the Duck like a three. You gave Big Trouble like a four maybe. Four and a half. Or something because of Kurt, the Kurt Russell factor. Yeah. Which it rightly deserved extra because of that, I must say. So being the fact that you did not like this movie, you put it down there in that level, in your yeah. own warped little brain. Yeah. What score <laughs> would you give this movie? I'd give it about a 4.2. Okay. Something like that. I mean, now that goes. That's kind of in line with the audience, the forty-five yeah. percent audience ranking on Rotten Tomatoes. It gets worse. Oh God! Really? Yeah. After all the good stuff in the next one, it gets worse. I don't. Like okay. That. Anyway, <laughs> Critters One for me is an eight. Like I said, it, I, I really enjoyed. <clears throat> I enjoyed this movie as a kid, and watching it again, re- revisiting it as we often as we do on this podcast, it reminded me how much I liked it, and I, I had nothing. I was laughing, had a smile on my face the whole time. Very enjoyable. Definitely worth uh, checking out if you haven't seen it or if you remember it from when you were a kid. Maybe it scared the crap out of you. Maybe you remember them. Maybe you enjoyed it as much as I did. But anyway, that's kind of that. So 
I'm sorry you didn't like it, Daniel. That's okay. I'll do better next time. Well, not next time, but time after next. <laughs> I'll try to do better for you. But uh, anyway, again, Critters released April 11th, 1986. Uh, nothing really significant happened on the exact date uh, historically. However, two days later, Pope John Paul II, rest his soul, officially visit, visits a synagogue of Rome, which was the first time a modern pope visited a synagogue. Of course, a synagogue being a Jewish temple. And that was, that was about it for that. But Daniel, sports? Yeah. Okay, Jesse's not in the room, so we're going to to do both. Sports Rewind. That's pretty good. It's not as I good, like but... Try again. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, we're going to do it. We're going to do it for real. <laughs> sports Rewind. And see, now, uh, you get, now you get one back-to-back, so you can truly see how better his version is. <laughs> there was um, nothing on April 11th that was really that good. Haley's Comet. But it's not really so I could go to space. Yeah. <laughs> space rewind. Space. Haley's comet makes closest approach to Earth this trip. Sixty three million kilometers. That's it? Wow. <laughs> That's a stone's throw. Mm-hmm. We might not see Haley's anymore. <laughs> no, I don't think we'll see it again in our lifetime because I remember it was eighty seven years, I think. Yeah, it's something like that. Mm-hmm. And I know I mean, it was we, when I was like may. six or something. Yeah, I mean, I mean we may, was... but we probably We'll be in the wheelchair or something. And not in blind. And oh, 75 to 76 years. And okay. the last time was, what, 80-something, right? Yeah, we might, we might see it again. It'll be all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, we just might. We just might, Mr. Frodo. On April 13th, there was the uh, 50th Golf Masters Championship, and Jack Nicklaus won, shooting a 279. I was hoping you were going to say Happy Gilmore won. But <laughs> that would make it better. Um, Shooter McGavin won. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a better... <laughs> I'm kind of one of those... I pay attention to golf, like I know most of the players and stuff, but uh, I just really get up for the majors, just like tennis. Mm-hmm. The Australian yeah. Opens going on right now. Right now, yeah. Uh, Masters is easily, well, not easily. It's it's in my top two out of the two. There's four majors. Uh, the Masters, which just takes place on the same course, one of the few that does that. It's actually the only major that does that. I don't know if you know that. Takes place at Augusta, Georgia, every year. Oh, I didn't know that. I knew yeah. it's in the same. U.S. Place Open over changes, here. British Open changes, PGA didn't changes, know that. changes. Yeah, the U.S. Open they try to make it difficult. They try to make it where a score of even is good. Like, mm-hmm. like you're not going to see a bunch of negative scores. But the Masters are fun to watch, and um, that should be starting up. They'll start up the season again pretty soon. But I wonder, like, do y'all get into golf? I don't know. <laughs> Fuck no, bro. You don't pay any attention to it, Jesse? I like the games. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I like the video yeah. game like video aspect game. of golf. I'll tell you what I would watch. I would watch the shit out of some like professional putt-putt. They go around the world to the <laughs> most extreme putt-putt courses, and it's like stiff competition. Mm-hmm. I've never actually played putt-putt with like you guys. Like That'd be fun, Like all of us to get down and really have a hard Putt-putt's fucking competition. awesome. Yeah. Putt-putt is like... No, get a trophy really and fun. everything. Yeah, putt-putt's really fun. I love putt-putt. It's, Except the only bad thing is... When you go to like Celebration Station, which is a, a area around here where you can play, we have another one now. Where Don Carter's open there. Oh, have you seen or it? Not Don or Carter, whatever it's called now. Oh, it wasn't yeah. as. I never, it wasn't like. Was it indoor type thing? It's outside. It's oh, out, has like it's a big waterfall. And all okay, that. so it does have obstacles. Yeah, like, you know the. But it's not as big as Celebration. It's got the three courses. But did you go to it? No, not yet. I oh, saw, okay. I'll pass by. I saw it. Yeah, that's um, about all I've done. It's. I'll drive by there tonight. It's um. I hate. When people are behind me, yeah, and I want to have fun. I'm taking my shot. I'm not doing. Anything. That's the only thing I like. I wish we could just, just let rent, them go. Rent ahead. the hell. Well, that's what we yeah. do. 
I just wish we could rent the whole thing out and say, hey, let us have it for three hours or something. Just go at a, at a time where nobody's there. Yeah. I mean, Every time I don't know how, how packed Celebration Station is now. I know it's not like it's heyday. Back yeah. in the day when it opened, like you had to wait in line for fucking awesome. 20 minutes to ride the go-karts. Yeah. But anyway, I, golf. My, my interest in golf extends to games on my iPhone and putt-putt. Gotcha. <laughs> but, well. but there needs to be a reality show where like, these two, like, or however many dudes are like really good at putt putt and travel the world, and if it's I, their own little like GoPro film, like putt putt tournament, putt putt to be the world champion. Like, uh, you know, you got your clicks, you video games. If I had more disposable income, I would play golf a lot. I like golf. Golf is, I got why don't you? Like, what I know, I know it's expensive, like the equipment, and everything, but is it like, do you I mean, do you have a set of clubs or? Yes. So is it more like, I guess, green fees type thing? Because I know those are a big thing. The what? Like green fees to play yeah, on the courses? Yeah, or? It's, it's an expensive hobby, golf, unless you want to go to some Brett course or something. Like if you wanted to play it, uh, Santa Maria costs a little bit of money. It's a Brett course, but it's one of the more higher ends. Mm-hmm. And then you have Carter Plantation, which is a really good course. But Like how much do these things cost? Like how, if you were to just, how is like the Brett course that I play the most at? Um if you had a card or something, it's like twenty something dollars. But, but I mean, if you play eighteen holes, I mean that's a good chunk of your day. That's most of your day. Yeah, I, I mean twenty bucks for a day. But yeah, that's I not still bad. can't. I, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, to to have something just for me. Yeah, like if I had something, you know, go out to eat with Andrew and stuff. I, at least I feel good because they're doing something too. This is just me going right. out. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I enjoy play it. golf. There's a, a driving range at North Park that I'm going to start playing a little bit more mm-hmm. at. Just going I have been there and yeah. done that. There's actually a nine hole, a nine hole. Nine whore. Really? Where is oh, this? No. I'm going to, there, well, I'm I mean, you are telling now. the truth because there is nine holes in a nine whore golf course. There's actually 18 holes. Yeah. 27 if you count another yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I can keep going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but a nine hole course in Denham Springs right by the Willows. Oh, wait. You're talking about... Wait. Oh, I know there's uh, Greystone. Yeah, Greystone's 18. Okay. But, but the, I, a lot of people might not know that. Especially I didn't like know that was a golf course age. over there. Yeah. Because again, I don't give a shit about golf. Yeah. <laughs> if it was a putt putt course, I'd be like, "Holy shit, did you know there's a putt putt course right here?" There's a right putt putt course uh, at that KOA. Yeah, it looks like shit. <laughs> that is like somebody got a couple of two by fours and some yeah. with a green, you know, fake grass you and staple it onto it. You get super rich. I would totally <laughs> like. I would. I would buy a subdivision. It would be like the world's greatest putt putt golf course. And I get free entry. Of course, yeah. all my friends would. <laughs> anyway, and that I, was. <laughs> Sports Rewind. That was a good little timing. People on YouTube would be like, oh, damn. He did it just in time. Uh, I had some stuff for Back to the Future, but today, being January, what, 16th, uh, yep. the Oscar nominations came out today. So we're just going to go over the three main cate- four main categories, picture, director, actor, and actress, and just kind of bat around maybe yeah. our picks since yeah. they were just announced today. So in case you didn't hear, Best Picture, uh, the no- 10 nominees as usual, that's part of the course now, uh, the nominees are American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, Her, Nebraska, Philomena, Twelve Years a Slave, and The Wolf of Wall Street. Mud is missing from that list. I watched so three. Fuck you, Academy. But anyway, I'm telling you, Mud came out at a bad time. I know. I mean, I, I, that's exactly why. Uh, however, McConaughey's is represented in mm. Buyers Club and Best Actor. Oh, oh, I thought you meant he got he got Best Actor for... He won the Golden Globe. Oh, he won it for Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, so he didn't even have a nomination for Mud. Yeah, right? I mean, which... I'm glad he won himself, at least for Golden Globes. Uh, but, of course, you know, Dallas Buyers Club also has the added... You know, it's very relevant. I will be seeing Captain Phillips soon. 
I'll be seeing the Get off my boat. Street. I want to see like JFK in that. Yeah, he, talk, he talks like something. He talks <laughs> weird. He's trying to do that accent thing. I watched American Hustle the other day. I want to watch Dallas Buyers Club. I don't even know anything about Nebraska or Philomena. I want to see uh, Nebraska. Is Nebraska the Cohen? No, Inside Luland Davis was the Cohen's brother one. I want to see that one. Nebraska is the one with what's his name? Bruce Dern? Or, I mean, uh. uh yeah, that's. Uh, uh, yeah, Bruce Dern. Okay, yeah. The guy in Django that was the owner, his original owner. Oh, you know, you got salt, Django. Mm. Uh, I think that was him. Anyway, uh, but I've seen all those with the exception of 12 Years Captain and Nebraska and Philomena. Out of the ones I've watched, out of the, the ones, it would be Gravity for me. Oh, I mean, yeah. uh, I haven't seen her, by the way. I, I'm, I, I will be see seeing her. that uh, shortly. Uh, in fact, not next week, but the week after next, I will have seen pretty much every one of these with the exception probably of Nebraska and Philomena. <laughs> and I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll update my pick if by then yeah. after I see them all. Yeah. But anyway, uh, my favorite of those was Gravity by far yeah. because, I mean, that's more my style of movie. And I Gravity think was too. ridiculous. And it was a phenomenal movie. Uh, again, having not seen – 12 Years a Slave to me seems like the favorite to win uh, based upon was really good. everything. Uh, but I think it, uh, it's really hard. If I, if I had to guess right now, American Hustle also has a lot of buzz, but I don't see why it's nominated. I think it's nominated for the people behind it, not so much – the final product, in my opinion, I liked it, but it, I mean, the best picture, yeah. you know, I mean, to me, mm-hmm. uh, let me put it this way: out of all those that I've seen, Gravity was my favorite. Of the other ones, I would say it's really hard for me to pick between Wolf of Wall Street and Dallas Buyers Club, which one I like better. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me say something. I was going to say this for next week, but I'll do a little as we're talking about now. Wolf of Wall Street. Imagine here's. Let me give you a premise of that movie. Imagine Scarface, the end of Scarface, where he snorts a mountain of cocaine and goes crazy. Imagine now the. An entire movie, where with that about that scene, except everything in his house is made of cocaine. It's just, it's a drug, and it's it's not like uh, what's that movie Spun or anything, but this and it's based on a true story. Uh, but mm. if that's how those people really act, they need to like nuke Wall Street because these people are assholes <laughs> and they're scum. They wow. are they are scum. However, it's one of. And this, this kind of shocked me because I didn't expect it for American Hustle either. They're both kind of comedies. Yeah, they're they're so not they're really not dramas as like I kind of thought going into it. I thought they were. And I will say this: Wolf of Wall Street has probably the funniest scene in a movie I've seen in a very long time. Damn, like an absolute laugh out loud. I was rolling laughing, um, and it's uh, Leonardo a part of it. Oh yeah, okay. I'll get into that when we get into mm-hmm. the next. But anyway, uh, to round it out, uh, like I said, Gravity. I would like to win. That would be my favorite. But I. Uh, Choosing uh, between Wolf and Dallas, uh, I'll go with Dallas Buyers Club. Of those that I've seen, now what's the oldest movie on here? Like from today? At least uh, I have no clue. It seems to me maybe Gravity. Actually, I'm not sure what, when. I know Philomena is a European film. I think because Judy, it's an English movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure when that released. But of all those, it seems to me Gravity or uh, Captain Phillips might have been the furthest. Uh, I think Gravity came before that. It's just crazy that, like, if a movie is, like, 11 months old. Yeah, people forget about it. Exactly. And it, it's really true. I mean, honestly, Dallas, Buyer's American Hustle, Her, Captain Phil, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, those all came out within the past month, month, two months, maybe. Right. Depending on a wide release, at least. That's really silly that, you know, everyone looks up to them. What have as you done for me num- lately? Exactly. That's some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, and they, they will time releases for that, specifically. You I know, like because mud, they want to catch the I like mud more than American Hustle by far. I mean, these are the people who got the votes recently. Yes, yeah. that's all it is. 
Bullshit. And then, uh, anyway, moving on to director, uh, uh, Steve McQueen for 12 Years a Slave, David Russell for American Hustle, Alfonso Cuaron for Gravity, <laughs> that rhymed. Alexander Payne for Nebraska, <laughs> and Scorsese for The Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, didn't Scorsese win for uh, recently? What was his last big... Did he win? No, he, he won for The Departed, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Can finally, find I believe. It yeah, because that was those. the big deal. Like It was yeah. like he finally won yeah. for it. Uh, so I don't... I mean, Wolf of Wall Street's phenomenally directed. It's very good. That's one direct. Oscar, so yeah. Yeah, departed. Let's see. What, yeah. Uh, so I don't. Nominated I don't think he'll win that. Ago. I mean, t- me personally, hands down, it's Quran. Gravity. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, I already got chills again. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. uh, in fact, our friend Perry and Crystal, they watched it. And they were like posting on Facebook, like how they had tears in their eyes and they just loved it to death. You know. It's not on uh, Blu-ray yet, is it? No, I'm waiting for that so I can watch it here. Yeah, on your and definitely it's. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the you know turn the lights down and turn the sound up, yeah. Uh, but I, I real to me, uh, Wolf of Wall Street again phenomenally directed. Very the thing I love about Scorsese is he's an old dude. He is old, but his films look so modern. Like he doesn't. He's not a traditional director. If that makes any sense, Clint Eastwood's the same way. Like his films have such a distinct look to them but it's not like an old timey look for lack of a better word it's not an old form of filmmaking they've grown in their craft and it really sh- especially Wolf of Wall Street it shows because he's showing the excess of you know a generation long past his mm-hmm. and, but it, like you feel like you're there and it's it's really well done but again it's not the epicness of gravity as far as visual but I would say honestly as far as the academy goes uh, might end up going to McQueen for 12 Years a Slave if or might go to Scorsese again, it's really hard to pick because, again, it, like we were talking about, it's almost who's the darling it's a of the year. Game. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, but I mean, to me, Quran should win hands down. Like he should have won for Children of Men. Right. Damn. I'll be perfectly honest. But uh, I guess we're in collaboration with that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, round it out real quick. Actor uh, Bruce Stern for Nebraska. Oh, there it is right there for Nebraska. And I heard his name pronounced today, and I done forgot how to pronounce Shuero it. Shuero Ajofoya. Yeah, the the dude from <laughs> Serenity that's in Twelve Years a Slave, uh, Matthew McConaughey for Dallas Buyers Club, uh, DiCaprio for Wolf Wall Street, and Christian Bale for American Hustle. Again, I haven't seen Twelve Years in Nebraska quite yet. Uh, Leo was great. I would love to see him get an Oscar, but I like McConaughey this year a little more, mainly because of Mud, and he was he was phenomenal in Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, you didn't like him Did, at first, and he had that character change, and you know you loved you see, him in the end. Um, he's going to be in. Nolan's next movie, yeah, uh, Interstellar, movie. yeah, which that trailer like is amazing. Like, I mean, it's a, it's oh, so I, much of a, te- it's trailer a it's a teaser, I oh, should okay. say, but it's about like space travel. Yeah. So you're gonna like it to begin with. I know you like that, but he like kind of narrates it, and it's really good. And again, th- this is a really hard category, especially just with the three that I've seen, because honestly, between I, mean, I hope McConaughey or DiCaprio win. I wouldn't, but I haven't seen anything else. So I can't. Uh, I mean, that's Christian Bale. He was good. I mean, he's always good though. But this wasn't an Academy Award-winning role. <laughs> no, I don't. But you know, mm. I'd love to see Leo get an Oscar. But I would, I'd love more to see McConaughey because, again, we talked about that when we talked about my five favorite films of the year, whichever episode, that, two episodes ago. Because yeah. uh, in my, I mean, McConaughey to me before this year was you know romantic comedy guy. Does a couple, does some com- some straight comedy stuff. He's done some. You know, he was in Contact. Yeah, whatever. But this year, like, I mean, he acted his ass off. In two of the, you know, in my top ten, full top ten movies of the year, he'd be in two of them, yeah. including the my favorite, uh, and all because of his acting and portraying his character, and it's just phenomenal. 
What uh, what do you think on that one? I'd, do you have an opinion? I mean, I've only watched one of the best actors. So. Oh, oh, that's true. I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but just take my word for it. <laughs> Critters is awesome, by the way. So, uh, actress, so finish up real quick. Amy Adams for Hustle, Kate Blanchett for Blue Jasmine, Judy Dent for Philomena, Sandra Bullock for Gravity, and Meryl Streep for August Osage I, County. I, I think Sandra Bullock's looking good for that. I don't know. I think uh, Kate Blanchett. Uh, I mean, because she, uh, Bl- Amy she won the Golden Adam, Globe, right? Adams won the Golden Globe for comedy or musical, and then Blanchett won it for drama. Ooh. So, not that I don't think. I mean, Sandra was great, especially the radio. Now, without because Jesse hasn't seen it. Mm. Uh, and, that, and I heard on the radio today, too, when they were going over it, I think that, I want to say that's Meryl Streep's 18th Academy Award nomination. Yeah. I don't see what the big deal is. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, uh, that's, to me, that category, I mean, having not seen Blue Jasmine, but uh, I lo- Judy Dench is a phenomenal actress. I haven't seen that movie, so I'm just kind of speculating. I would like to see her, you know, get some Academy recognition. <laughs> but that's it. Jeez. And she's won, what, three? Four? Yeah, three. Yeah, yep. so she has enough. Get off, <laughs> get off the stage, Meryl. Anyway, but yeah, uh, I would imagine it might end up, I mean, I love it. Amy Adams is like one of my crushes, you know, so I wouldn't mind seeing her get up on stage and give a speech and thank me for supporting her all these years <laughs> and whatnot, but uh, I'm, I... No, she will. I'd like to see Judy Dench win, like I said. I haven't seen the movie, but I think Kate Blanchett might win just because having not seen it, Golden Globes... Uh, and whatnot. So, but all the nominations are up. You can look them up if you want to make your picks. Let us know. Send to eighties revisited. Let us know what you think. If you've seen some of the movies we haven't just yet, and correct us if our opinions are off. Oh, uh, animated feature. Uh, yeah, Frozen's going to win that. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Now, or now, the crudes. <laughs> now, this okay. is to me. It's going to be really interesting. The category I really want to see win. Uh, what's going to win? It's going to be best music for original song. Because uh, you got Frozen. Uh-huh. Let it go. I like. I like Happy. You got Ordinary Love by uh, <laughs> U2. loves that movie. Uh, there's Karen O from the Yeah, Yeah, Yes has a song from her. Uh, what's the other? I don't even know what. There's some from Alone Yet Not Alone, whatever. Despicable Me, Happy. Haven't heard. Haven't seen the movie. Haven't heard it. But uh, Happy's awesome. U2 needs Pharrell, to win because wow. they got upset. <laughs> U2 needs to win because they got upset the year that Eminem won. Because mm-hmm. they had, uh, they had. speaking of Scorsese, they had the Hands That Built America from Gangs of New York. And then, of course, Eminem shocked everybody, and he won for Lose Yourself for 8 Miles. It's Mandela. He'll win. Probably. But you 2 <laughs> needs to win because they need to add an Oscar to yeah. everything else because they're one of the best rock bands in the world. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. We'll be back next week because <coughs> I'm not feeling too good. Got a case, a case of sequelitis as we talk about Critters 2 next week. But don't forget, everybody. Uh, you drop us an email, asiavisited at gmail.com. Also, awesomepods.com on Facebook, at awesomepods. Twitter, at awesomepods. We're all over the fucking place. And there's other shows out there, too. Any kind of thing you want to listen to on your drive to work or your vacation or your lunch break at work. Geekly Dose, Duo Attack, the Jesse Sedgley Podcast, Why Don't You Know This, or Public City Report, and many more coming. So keep an ear out. Keep an uh, eye out as well on YouTube. We'll see you next week. Uh, but until then, I remain Trey Harris. Daniel Sanangelo. Jesse Sedgley. Critterbunga! Find this show and more on facebook.com slash awesomepods and follow us on twitter at awesomepods 